Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, and thank you for joining us today. I'm so happy you're here. Happiness Solved is the place where we explore everything you need to become the best possible version of you. This is Sandy Scarlatta, and today I've got some exciting news for our dedicated listeners. We've just launched our exclusive members-only portal. This is your ticket to a world of additional content designed to deepen your understanding and engagement with the Happiness Solved mission. To learn more about all of the exciting benefits, stay tuned until the end of the episode where I will explain in greater detail. For those interested now, head over to happinesssolved.supercast.com. Today is another amazing conversation, so let's get started. Misty LaBoy, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this conversation because I love everything that you're about and your mission in life and can't wait to dive in. How's it going today? Good. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. I'm really excited to, to be sharing with your audience. Oh, thank you. So for the audience, Misty LaBoy is a makeup a master makeup artist, weight loss advisor, and a self-love mentor. Love it. Um, I'm going to let you talk about what you do, but and we're going to dive into all of that. But before we do, I'd love to hear people's stories because I feel like that's how we learn. We learn from stories. You know, humans have been storytellers for thousands of years. So how did you get to where you are today? What What is that backstory that, that drives you every single day? Yeah, I would love to share. So... <clears throat> Um, I, I, you know, at a young age, I felt like I, I checked all the boxes. I did all the things that I was supposed to do. I graduated from college with a teaching degree. I got married. I, I got the house. I had the two, 2.5 kids, all those things. And <laughs> I just found myself feeling very empty, very unfulfilled. And, you know, I thought I did all the things I was supposed to do yet. I wasn't feeling happy. And I did start, um, I did start selling cosmetics and doing makeup about 20 years ago. And I really enjoyed loving helping women transform. I love the, you know, the, their facial expressions when they looked in the mirror and they just said, wow. And, you know, it was always a, a paycheck of the heart, a feel good moment and a win-win. And I did that for a lot of years, but personally, I was still feeling like something was missing. And uh, I struggled with my weight over the years, especially, you know, as a young mom, uh, trying to keep up with two kids. And, you know, I put on some some comfort weight, <laughs> if you will. And a friend of mine introduced me to a wonderful weight loss program. And after being a yo-yo dieter for lots of years, I finally found something that worked. And I was excited to share it with other women. And 
that led me into, you know, weight loss coaching. And for the last eight years, I have been doing that. And again, helping women transform inside and out. And that led me to two years ago where I was still feeling this gnawing sensation that something was still missing. And, you know, I was starting to feel like, man, I'm never going to, to be truly happy. What's wrong with me? Right. <laughs> and I kind of embarked on a spiritual, a spiritual journey and, um, you know, that this was during the pandemic. So I think, you know, we had a lot of extra time on ourselves to reflect and uh, what I realized what was missing was self-love. And mm -hmm. I had always thought, you know, being in the beauty industry, you know, I liked what I saw in the mirror, especially after losing 60 pounds and being able to keep it off. I thought, you know, I look great, but I noticed that, that emptiness. And, you know, I thought I tried, I tried retail therapy and I, and I tried filling that void over the years with a lot of different uh, unhealthy things. And nothing just seemed to really stick. But once I dove into this self-love and self-acceptance and not needing external validation, really kind of looking at why I am the way I am, I was fully able to truly accept myself. And, you know, once you're able to truly accept yourself, you can begin to really, truly love yourself. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I was able to fill that void with self-love. And I thought, you know what, this has been missing from my life for, for so many years because I thought I did love myself. You know, like I said, I looked in the mirror. I liked the way my appearance looked and I equated that with self-love, not really <clears throat> understanding that self-love is so much deeper than the surface and self-acceptance is more about accepting the good and the bad. And there was a lot of bad that I, I wasn't accepting. I was just kind of burying and didn't want to talk about, didn't want to think about. And I think deep down, I thought no one would really truly love me if they knew who I really was. Mm -hmm. So I always felt like I wore a mask. There were so many parts of myself hidden. And um, the more people that I met, especially online, you know, once, once social media blew up, um, I had a lot of followers and I, you know, connected with so many people, but I still felt like I was hiding parts of me that were surrounded by shame and on this self-love journey, you know, being able to fully accept myself and, and own the good and the bad, I was able to become more my true authentic self and started sharing differently. And it has really helped to grow my business and, you know, attract followers. And it has led me to be able to help more women this way. Mm, my gosh, you just unloaded, you know, unloaded a lot of information right there. All incredible. So let's start with self-love because I too found myself, you know, many years ago, it was brought to my attention that, well, you know, you need to work on self-love. And I was like, what are you talking about? I love myself. And then you start diving a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. And when you really start to pay attention to your thoughts and the things you say to ourselves, you know, we, yes, especially, negative self -talk. yeah, 
especially as women, we are so hard on ourselves. We, the, the self-talk that we tend to, to do to ourselves, we would never say to another person ever, right? right? And so that's the first place to start is to like, start thinking about it. But yeah, self-awareness is, yeah. is definitely key. Yeah, the, the self-awareness and, and just paying attention to, to that inner internal dialogue. But what was it for you and what advice can you give to women or men that are struggling with coming to terms with the shame and the guilt? Like, was there, a, was there like one little thing that really helped you to, to really embrace <laughs> the, those negative parts of yourself really? Because that's, it's easy to accept the good stuff that we have. It's, right. it's harder to, to accept the negative parts that we all have. We're human. We all have you know, warts all over, right? Yeah. For me, it was becoming radically honest with myself and others. You know, I, I felt like I got tired of living a, a double life and, you know, it wasn't really a double life, but there was, you know, so much of me that people didn't know. There were so many parts of me that I kept hidden that it felt like a double life. Right. And I just was in fear of judgment. And when I got radically honest with myself, you know, working on my self-acceptance, you know, I, I, I journaled a lot. I meditated a lot and I realized, you know, that, that we're our own biggest, biggest hurdle, you know, our own self-sabotager. And I, I, I paid, I started paying attention to the things that I was saying to myself and I had to get radically honest with how, I got here, <laughs> you know, that all the decisions that I made led me up to this point. And I had to take ownership of mm -hmm. that, you know, going through a divorce. Yes, he may have cheated, but I played a role in that. And I chose to stay in that, that marriage, you know, so owning all of that, you know, I <laughs> owning your shit, basically, um, that led me to be able to start you know, really diving deeper into love myself. So getting radically with myself and with others and, and with myself was, was hard, but, you know, getting radically honest with other people was even harder because I fear, I fear they reject me or they wouldn't love me, but I had to stop self-abandoning myself and stay true to myself and be honest in, in, in every way that I could possibly be. And those that loved me unconditionally and supported me unconditionally, you know, they stayed in my life, you know, while the others, I don't like to say I lost people, but they kind of vibrated out. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. They vibrated out. And I want to come back to what you said, and you said it multiple times, and I'm just going to reiterate it to the listeners. You said radically honest with yourself. That is such a beautiful way to put it because. That's really what it's all about. It's that extreme honest honesty with yourself because you know, you can tell yourself lives all you all you want, but at the end of the day, it's still there. The shit is still there yes. until you get radically honest with yourself. I love that. That is absolutely beautiful. That really helped me also start to notice my patterns and my cycles you know, what I was attracting into my life, you know, it's like, why do these same people, why does this thing keep happening to me? You know, why does this thing keep presenting itself? And it's like, you know, our life lessons are going to keep presenting themselves until you right. change. That's right. <laughs> You're going to keep getting more of the same until you change. 
So in owning the fact that, that I played a part in that, you know, I was co-creating and I, there were things that I needed to change because for so long, I just thought I'm good. I'm great. You know, I'm a great mom. I'm a great wife. I, you know, everything's great. Um, but once I dug deeper, you know, I thought if everything was so great, then I would be happy. And there are just certain parts of my life that I'm not happy with. And let's dig deeper and, and address them instead of stuffing them. Mm. Well, I want to applaud you because so many people do not have the courage that it takes and they settle for things because you could have easily just settled, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel good. I feel good. And yet there, you knew there was something more. And so I really want to acknowledge you. Thank you. For, for taking the, you know, or having the courage and taking the time because it does take work. And a lot of people, quite frankly, they don't want to do the work because, mm -hmm. because doing this type of work means that you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Absolutely. And, and so often it's hard. It sucks. It sucks. It's just, you know, do you want to just keep living a mere existence or do you want to thrive? Um, because this is it, right? We've got this one yeah. chance here and you can either settle for just mediocre or you can aspire to be something really great for yourself. Yeah. So Absolutely. I just wanted to acknowledge you for that because it's you. really awesome. So, so you talk about how you empower women to discover their worth beyond their appearances, which is what you did, but let, let's talk about that and how it, how it plays into um, our body image. Yeah. And, you know, while I think it's very important that women accept themselves as they are, there's also a health component to it that needs to be talked about. Yes. All right. Like it's great that 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 women are accepting of their size. However, it can be dangerous to your health when you're overweight. I agree. How can when you focus on weight loss? When you're focusing on weight loss, for example, because you want to be healthy, it's a whole different vibe than focusing right. on weight loss to be a a certain size or a certain weight or to look a certain way. Right. Thank you for pointing that out because it's a delicate conversation. And, you know, we're, we're certainly not here to shame anyone. It's more about um, health. And in the United States, there's the obesity is such a problem. And not only is it a problem because your lifespan is going to be shortened, it's also a drain on our medical system and the doctors and the healthcare system and, and, and our whole society as, as a whole. So can you talk a little bit more about that and, and how you were able to focus on weight loss loss for your health? Cause that does tie into self-love, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I tell my clients, you can't hate yourself thin. That's right. It's not going to happen. It doesn't work. <laughs> I love that. You can't no. eat yourself thin. Right. Exactly. No, I mean, and, and when you get radically honest with yourself, you know, you start to question things like, who am I doing this for? And why am I doing this? Am I doing it for external validation? You know, really, it's like we're all looking for this feeling and we think once we lose the weight, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to feel great and, and everything's going to just magically <laughs> work, work and, and fall into place. And it, it just doesn't, doesn't happen that way. I mean, even for me, after losing 60 pounds, 
even though I liked the way I looked, it didn't change anything internally. It didn't, right. I didn't really feel different. That's right. And, you know, I ha after years of yo-yo dieting, I had to learn that really any diet can work. It's more about lifestyle changes and making changes that you can sustain. You know, for me, no carbs. That was not something, yeah, I could do that for a month and, and lose 15 pounds, but then I'm <laughs> going to gain those 15 pounds right back. You know, that's not a sustainable thing that I could do every day right. to, to benefit my health. Yeah. Well, I think that anytime you're depriving yourself, it, it is just going to backfire on you. And, and, and while I only have one experience in my life where I needed to lose weight, but it took me 10 years to finally do it. And it was after I had my son. And when I got pregnant with my son, I was 34 years old. I was in the best shape of my life. I had very little body fat. This was when I was a um, US national and international figure skating coach. I was also ice dancing six days a week. So wow. I, I was in the best shape of my life. And I was told I would never get pregnant. Well, lo and behold, miraculously, I became pregnant with my son and they told me, well, we don't know if you're going to be high risk. So put your feet up and gain weight. And I'm like, okay, sign me up. And it was so funny because it kept, it was like, okay, I'm not going to go over 150 pounds. I'm not going to go over 160 pounds. And I just kept saying that he was born two weeks early. And that morning I was at the doctor's and I was 196 pounds. And I was like, I'm not going to go over 200 pounds. <laughs> He was a seven pound baby. Okay. okay. Now, granted, I lost like 40 pounds in a couple of weeks, which is all wet water weight because it was end of the sure. summer. But then it took me, you know, it took me six months to lose the the next 30 pounds. But then I it gradually came back on. And then I started going through premenopause. I couldn't, there was no, I couldn't lose weight to save my life. Mm -hmm. Nothing would work. And I finally found something that worked for me, which was intermittent fasting. And I've been able to, I've kept the weight off now for nine years and it was, it was like 25 pounds. So I'm certainly not one to give advice on weight loss because, because I, I, I've have been very fortunate <laughs> with a metabolism, but plus being a professional athlete, you know, you're, you, it's hard to consume enough calories mm -hmm. <laughs> every day anyway, because you're exerting yeah. so much. So when it comes to the, the, the mindset behind weight loss, what advice can you give? Because we already talked about the self-love and, and, and sometimes mm -hmm. people aren't going to be there, right? And so let's try to meet some of those people that, that aren't at that point where they're ready to look at that. What are, what are some, uh, some other advice that you can give to people that aren't ready to really take a look at themselves, right? Mm -hmm. but how do they, how do they go about it and it still get some sort of progress? Yes. I mean, I will say that, you know, even, even if you're not ready to, to dive deeper into yourself, mindset still plays such a, a huge part of it. And you do, you know, have to work on your mindset always because wanting to lose weight because you want to look a certain way or fit fit a certain size is going to be so much harder than wanting to lose weight because your body needs 
to be at a lesser weight, to be healthy and wanting to do what's best for your body. And instead of shaming yourself and hating yourself for looking the way you do, you know, give yourself grace, you know, I mean, going through three pregnancies and, and I know with one pregnancy alone, I, I gained 80 pounds, you know, you give yourself grace for that. You, you birthed the human and, right. <laughs> you know, it's always gonna, it's always gonna come off slower than, than it comes on. Unfortunately, that's the way, you know, we're built as women, I think, but coming at it with the mindset of just a loving attitude and, and wanting to do it for, because you love your body, you know, going to exercise because you love your body, not exercising because you hate your body and just working on pouring that love into yourself. And, you know, I have my clients do some mirror work where, you know, we, we go through exercises in the mirror that you can, can start to do that positive affirmations help a lot, you know, being aware of that negative self-talk, you're going to have, you know, we have those two voices in our heads at all times. You can be your biggest cheerleader or your biggest critic. Um, you've already tried being your biggest critic. You know, I, for me, it was like, I did that for 40 years and it didn't work. So, you know, let's try something different and start rewiring those neural pathways that, that you've been telling yourself how fat you are for, for years and years and years, you know, it becomes a part of your self-identity and, you know, you need to work on changing that. Mm, so really it. that that's the best advice that I could give right now. I love it. I love it. Let's talk about comparing yourself to others because yeah. I think that that plays a big role in it as well. And that sometimes that's our motivating factor more than just doing it to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you have to say about that? Because yeah. I, I know um, I can I can talk for a long time. I can time talk about, about it, but... that for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, as women, we do it. We're always comparing ourselves, and yeah, how's that working for you? <laughs> you know, there's a reason why they say comparison is the thief of all joy. Because when you're comparing yourself to others, you're comparing your flaws to their strengths. You know, uh, especially on social media. You know, studies have shown mm. that that people who spend more time on social media are much more likely to compare themselves to others but you're comparing like your low points to their highlight reel. So you're putting yourself at a, a very unfair disadvantage and it doesn't serve you to do that. So for me, when I found myself comparing to myself to someone, you know, I had to unfollow them. I had to, you know, I didn't unfriend them, but I had to unfollow them because it wasn't helpful to me. You don't to want see. it showing up in your feed. So it's yeah. not right in your face. Right. Right. So it's like, we all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses. Focus on your strengths because, you know, you might have great legs and, and someone else might have a great butt, but they hate their legs. So, you know, focus on your strengths and, and celebrate women for, for their strengths as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great thing. I mean, um, look at somebody and be like, oh my gosh, that's so great that they're doing that. But, but let me just remind everybody that person that you're admiring, I had a friend say once, if you say you you want to be like somebody else, you better be willing to accept all their good qualities and all their bad qualities. Because I promise exactly. you, I promise you, they have probably more bad baggage than you do. Yes. And do you really want their bad stuff? No, you, most likely you don't. We want the good, but we don't want to take the bad. But, you know, if you're going to, if you want to compare yourself to that person, then you better be willing to take all the good and the bad. Yeah. And and with being yeah. self-aware, you know, recognize the 
the societal beauty standards and how impossible right. they are and how not real they are, how much of it is photoshopped. I mean, even even people on social media, you know, photoshopping things and you're comparing yourself to a Photoshop. <laughs> right. It's not even real. Well, and I think that, you know, when you look at a lot of the advertisements, you they are showing um women that are bigger than the the size two models but they're still photoshopped it's still not real right, right. and so they, they look amazing but that's it's still not real they're st they're still being photoshopped and uh yeah no I, I love that Missy this has been such an amazing conversation and we could talk for hours about all of this is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you'd like to share with the audience today before we wrap up? Hmm. Um, I would love to just invite your listeners to, to dive deeper on their journey of self-love and uh, self-acceptance, because I know a lot of women, they don't, they don't know that they need it. They don't even know for me for years, I knew something was missing. I knew something was off but I didn't know what it was. And like I said, I tried to fill that void with so many other things. And I think for so many of us, it comes down to a self-worth issue mm. and healing that we all need to do around our own worthiness. And I would, I, you know, that's just really what I'm passionate about helping people transform inside and out. But when you find your worthiness and, and you really fully accept and love yourself, it will change your life. Like no other diet will, like no other makeup will. <laughs> and, you know, I just wanted to just share that. Thank you. I love it. I love that because, because really when that happens, I, I can, I can honestly say that for most women, when you truly are loving yourselves, you're going to notice the weight's going to come off. You're going to, you're not going to re reach for that second serving because you're gonna be like, you know, that's not a good thing for me. You know, I, I've had enough because I'm enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So where can people find you? We'll, we'll have it in the show notes as well, but you want to shout out your website and Instagram? Yes, I have a free self-love quiz awesome. um, on my website that I'd love for you to, to come and take. It's just, I think it's three minutes and it will share with you what your your main love lock is or what is keeping you from fully loving yourself. And you, that can be found at mistyleboy.com. So thank you. Easy peasy. All right. We'll have that in the show notes as well. Misty, thank you so much for joining me today. And for all our listeners, let's just, you know, here's to self-love and, you know, look in the mirror and give yourself a high five and, and, and look in the mirror and tell yourself that you love you, that you love or say, I love you when you're looking in the mirror. Yes. I do it every day. Absolutely. You are a reminder, enough. right? Yep. <laughs> All right. Thank you so Thank much. You. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. And as promised, I'd like to give you more details of what you can expect as a member of the Happiness Solved exclusive community. First, you'll have access to a treasure trove of extra podcast episodes. These episodes dive deeper into the topics we discuss, featuring additional expert interviews only found here. But that's not all. As a member, you'll also get access to a series of mindset training sessions. These recordings are tailored to help you understand the how and why your mindset is the most important asset you have 
empowering you to achieve your personal and professional goals. And for those of you looking to find a moment of peace in your busy lives, we've got something special, exclusive guided meditations. These sessions are crafted to help you relax, refocus, and recharge. Whether you're a meditation guru or just starting out, there's something here for everyone. Becoming a member is more than just accessing extra content. It's about joining a community of like-minded individuals all on a journey to live life to its fullest and become the best possible version of you. So how can you join? It's simple. Go to happinesssolved.supercast.com and sign up. Don't miss out on this opportunity to deepen your journey with us. Again, that's happinesssolved.supercast.com. And it will also be in the show, show notes. I am so grateful you're a part of our Happiness Solved family, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your continued support. Again, I am so grateful for you, and I hope that you and your family are healthy and safe, and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone.